that time, the sports talker. Here's TJ Walker. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It's wet, rainy outside, but we should have a good, warm, fun show inside. Trevor Kelsey joining me here on 1450 The Sports Bus. Trevor, how's your day going? I'm staying dry inside. Thank you for asking. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. World Series starts tonight. It's still Ooh. Breeders' Cup week. We've got basketball on tonight, Trevor. There will be basketball on for when is the NBA Finals? June. So the next eight months or so. Uh, we are in still football this week. So this is fun times. Fun times to, that uh, we're living in. TJ, don't forget we are the home of the Pacers here locally in Louisville, and we'll have uh, we'll have coverage. Uh, Going into the game, as soon as the Jeff Brom show finishes tomorrow night, we'll have uh, we'll have the Blue the Blue Jays team and the Pacers at the Raptors in their uh, season opener. That's very exciting, and you can listen to it all here. Fourteen fifty, the Sports Buzz, the Pacers. What what are their what are their expectations this season? I know that they I, they they lost uh, Roy Hibbert, didn't they? Well, they moved on from Roy Hibbert more so than lost. Lost would assume that they he left without their wanting him to leave. He was more kind of asked to head on out and go in, in a, going to the Lakers. But the expectations are somewhat high, I think, with Paul George return to full, hopefully full strength. Uh, hopefully George Hill at full strength. Uh, you, you hope to get – they're going to go smaller lineup. Miles Turner, the rookie out of Texas, will get some playing time. Uh, they hope to maybe go with Paul George at the power forward. It's going to be an interesting little lineup this year for, for Frank Vogel and this crew and, and – See if they can continue to play the defensive manner, the defensive way they've played the last couple of years with guys like Hibbert and West, then uh, with the smaller lineup when running with guys like Paul George at the four, maybe more like uh, Ian Mahimi at the center, as well as you know Miles Turner maybe playing some center. Of the five teams in the Eastern Conference Central Division, they have the fourth worst, or the uh, I guess the second worst odds of winning the division. The so second the fourth, worst? They're, they're, they're picked to finish fourth in the division. Well, I would assume Cleveland and Chicago. Who would be? Is Milwaukee listed ahead Milwaukee. of them? Milwaukee's yeah. just ahead of them. Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee's got a good young team. I mean, I, I was impressed with Milwaukee last year, and that was with Jabari Parker going out very early in the season. So, in Milwaukee, it's a tough division. Excuse me. It's a tough division. I mean, even Detroit, who's – I mean, you can say what you want, but Detroit underachieved a little bit last year. They don't have Monroe back. But if you get Brandon Jennings back full strength, he was playing really well last year before he got hurt. He's actually playing a point guard position, and I've hated on Brandon Jennings since he was at Oak Hill. For me to say that's probably saying a lot. Andre Drummond another year, Caldwell Pope back for another year with experience. Reggie Jackson's got a big contract. The Central Division's a tough division. It is tough, and it's unlike any. And I'm a Celtics fan. I won't talk about it a lot on the show. Just like I didn't talk about the Red Sox too much on the show. I don't talk about the Packers all that much on the show. Yeah, because you're the only one that cares about those here. Well, the Pacers have a local that, following. They're local. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, Celtics second pick to win the Atlantic Division, just behind the Raptors. Which actually, if I had to pick, I'd, I'd like Boston's chances there. They've got a good. They kind of remind me of a similar build to the Atlanta Hawks. They've got a good regular season NBA team yeah, where for, it's deep. They've got a lot of options. They'll stay healthy. I know you can't predict people staying healthy, but it's not, you know, they don't have a history of a lot of guys getting banged up. Uh, they're well coached. I think they're going to be, you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see them as a maybe the three or four seed in the Eastern Conference heading into the playoffs. Now, when it comes to the playoffs, they don't have the stars to be able to do anything serious, but 
Uh, I do like the Celtics this season. I think they're going to have a pretty good year, Trevor. They can they can come out of the Atlantic because the Atlantic is well, it's kind of garbage a little bit. I mean, I like Toronto to a degree, but when you talk about the best teams in the East, probably majority of them outside of maybe Atlanta and Miami, if Bosch can come back from from from, uh, his blood clot issues, are I mean, two of the better. I mean, almost all the best teams in the Central. The Atlantic is kind of the. If the Central and the Southeast are like Oxmoor and Mall St. Matthews, Atlantic is like the flea market. I mean, that's kind of the best way to describe the the, the, the divisions in the East. Uh, well said. Well, so Sorry, NBA starts tonight. <laughs> the NBA starts tonight, which uh, is exciting. Do you play fantasy NBA, Trevor? Uh, I do play the daily leagues. And do actually, I'm decent at those, but I don't do the season-long leagues in NBA. I suck at those because I, I don't have the pay. I don't. I just don't check it each day if I'm not going to put a lineup in for like a daily lineup. When I would do the season long, I would forget about taking a guy out for a Tuesday game that he wasn't going to play when he was going to play Wednesday game type thing. And it would kind of bite me in the butt in the the long run. Interesting. Uh, World Series also starting tonight. Any prediction there? Are you going to watch any of it? Uh, (laughs) Why don't you just ask me what you want to ask me? Are you still in full hater mode? and being bitter about the way Toronto lost that you're going to ignore watching the World Series. Is that what you want to ask me? No, I just want to know if you're <laughs> going to watch any of it. Oh, uh, a little bit maybe. I'll keep an eye on it. Um, I'm going to watch some NBA tonight. I got my sleep pass renewed, so I'll have that, to, even though there's only three games tonight, so I don't really require it. But uh, I'll, I'll probably keep an eye on the game. I won't watch it as uh, extensively as I did the, when Toronto was in it or would be in it or should be in it. But uh, give me a, Give me a prediction. Uh, Mets in five, Mets in six. I think, and that's not being a hater. I think the Mets are just the better team, really. I do think the, I do think the Mets are better, but I am curious how home field advantage will work out for Kansas City. Yeah, because that place rocks. When they, I mean, it's it is between and, us. And they and do them, they, they do they do two three two in the World Series? They do I believe? Yes, I think they do as well. Uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll say the the Royals in seven. I can see that. If they'll, they'll, get, they'll get some revenge on losing in seven last year at home to the San Francisco Giants. They'll come back. They'll win this year. Well, if it gets to a game six, we all know the, uh, the uh, Royals will have help from uh, other people. Uh, somebody <laughs> sounds a little bitter. Yeah, I didn't, I, I, I didn't tell you how my bitterness had worn off completely. It's still, I'm still holding a uh, slight grudge from, from last Friday. All right, so we got some professional talk out of the way. What we're going to talk <laughs> about today is uh, the blue-white games tonight. What we're going to talk about, uh, what what do, what do you want to see, what to look out for. You know, the season's starting, so uh, Kentucky, obviously, just like any other team in the country, is going to get better as the season goes on. What do they need to get better on? What are some of their weaknesses? We'll be able to find out more of that tonight. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to have Rob Doster on. He's been ranking college basketball players and doing that sort of thing as the season gears up. Uh, we'll, we're going to you know, make fun of him for some of his rankings, be a jerk to him, all that fun stuff. And then let's see what else. Uh, Breeders' Cup may talk a little bit about that, Trevor. And football. Uh, to football, you got Kentucky and Louisville both or not hosting, Kentucky's hosting, Louisville's going on the road to Wake Forest. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about those games as well. So it should be a busy show. Uh, before we get into that, Trevor, there's a question I meant to ask you yesterday. Oh, it Lord. is also Halloween week, so we need to kind of keep that spooky theme alive. <laughs> Don't we keep and, that alive on a regular th- the other 52 weeks of the year regardless? It is. We've it's got a pretty scary yeah. we got a pretty scary show. Uh, that being said, now there is a website, Trevor. Oh, man, I know uh, about these websites. 
<laughs> I'm sure you do. I don't know if you know about this one. Or did I? Maybe I did bring this up yesterday. I don't recall being asked about a website. About if you could find out if somebody died in your house. Oh no, I didn't know you did not ask me that, and I okay. did not know that. I guess I, I okay. mean I know the answer to that question in my house, but that's why I thought maybe we did bring it up because you you did tell me that maybe we brought it off brought it up up off the air. No, well, my my family's like owned my house. The house I live in has been family owned since it was built, and I, so I I know the history. Yeah, but... that's why I thought maybe we did talk. Man, I'm having some scary deja vu right now. Uh, <laughs> there is a website called DiedInHouse.com. It's pretty. <laughs> pretty blunt uh yeah it is what it is what do they what do they detail there by the way what is they they they, they didn't like get amazon too <laughs> they didn't get they didn't get too creative on the name name died in house.com i wonder if they had and a for, rush to get that by the way for <laughs> a small yeah for a small fee it will tell you if somebody died in your house uh it'll tell you <laughs> you type in your address you pay i think 12 dollars, and it'll tell you if somebody died in your house uh, if they, how they died, if they were murdered, if there was any meth lab activities, if there was I've a fire. By the way, meth activity includes labs, it, dump sites, or chemical and glassware. So it'll give you a background on your house. Uh, if you know every if everything that could go wrong with your house, they're going to let you know about it. The big question is, Trevor, and this is the question we're going to be answering throughout the show. And we want to hear from you. You can tweet in at T Walker Rivals. You can call in the Oxmoor Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. Would you want to know if somebody died in your house? And I, Trevor, I know for you it's easy because you know your house's history. But, you know, I've got a 60-plus-year-old 60, 60 house, probably older than that. And I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know the history of this house. I know it was a foreclosure when I bought it. And uh, there's a lot of old houses in Louisville, was, whether you live in the Highlands, whether you live in St. Matthews. Was there chalk stains live, on the floor when you moved in? <laughs> whether you you live, it got carpet everywhere, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, Underneath. Whether it. you, um, you know, if several parts of Louisville, you could, you, you could live in an older house. So would you want to know, Trevor, say you live somewhere else? Uh, I mean, would I want to pay, tw- I mean, it's only 12 bucks. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care. Yeah, cause it, because I don't believe in haunted, so by the way, I'm looking at this website. Is it me, or is that is that not the opening scene from Full House that they're showing on their on this website? It, it looks like it. Looks, it. It looks like the Tanner household. They, they, they're they targeting the San Francisco audience. Clearly. Uh, but no, I wouldn't. As I've stated before, uh, I know there have been two passings in my own home. Both my grandparents passed away in, in my house. Uh, and it does, I mean, I'm not affected by it because I don't believe in ghosts. So I would, if I was living in a non-house that I didn't know the entire history to, then yeah, I, I would. I mean, I would look it up, and it wouldn't bother me if they told me yes or no. I, I I've gone back and forth on it. One because I already think my house is haunted. Yeah, you're convinced ta- of it already, anyway. Which right. I've talked about. Now, I, I again, nothing will really explain that one night where I heard Abe running around downstairs and the back door opening, Abe. and it, well, it was something with a collar. Uh-huh. So maybe, I, maybe the maybe there was a, a murder suicide in your house from a from a, a couple that was awfully kinky. <laughs> you're such a loser what uh, so with the that there's nothing that can explain that one night now since then you know i've kind of been on the lookout for noises and you know looking around and and i think this is just an old house that makes old noises but nothing can ever explain that other night so i you know i don't know if somebody's so did- out of my house i don't know if i want to find out maybe maybe 1450 will will fund uh, the adventure, maybe on the live broadcast. For twelve on Friday, bucks, we, I'll fund it. I'll give you twelve we, we can, bucks. We can punch it in. But you know, that, wouldn't that be scary if you found out that somebody got murdered in your bedroom? 
I mean, I mean, as long as it wasn't me. I mean, it's well, just... <laughs> that that okay. So you're you let's say you you move out of your mom's house, you move out of your mom's basement, Trevor. You buy your own. You buy First your of own. All, house. I don't have a basement, but go on. <laughs> you you buy your own house. Yeah. And you've got a nice setup. You love it. Yeah. You've got a cozy room. You get to play PS3 or Xbox, whatever one you've got, all day in there. In, in and then you find out, old man. <laughs> you found out that there was a, a somebody, somebody was shot in your room. That yeah. wouldn't bother you at all. It would if I know that I could have saved, got a discount on the house because of it. So, oh, so really, it wouldn't bother you at all. No, not a bit. That's weird, man. I don't. I, I'm just not that type of. Listen, I don't believe in aliens, and I don't believe in ghosts. That's and it doesn't strange. affect me. Well, well that's. Uh, I, I'm I, a weird I, person. I get that. I, but, I, I think you're in the minority there, but interesting enough, it would bother me. I can see Especially, where it would bother you and creep you out, it, and it, it, and you know, I don't. It's not like I. I kind of like spooky things. It's kind of fun for me. But if I found out that somebody was murdered in my room, or even my house, but certainly in my room. That would cause more sleepless nights than I would like, and I would. Would that stop consider... you from purchasing a home? Probably. I mean, even even if it was like a good deal because no one else wanted to buy it because there was like a a mass murder there. I, I don't want to get too dark or deep, Trevor. But I mean, what if you found out that like what, what if you found out like a child was murdered in your room? You oh, still wouldn't would care. Suck, but no, I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't stop me from buying the house. <laughs> you were insane. <laughs> you were insane. Uh, I'm curious what other people have to say about it. We got a text into the show from Clay B116, uh, who says that uh, he wouldn't pay $1 to find out. If it was free, sure, but he doesn't care that much to pay to find out. So it's just the money that's stopping Clay B116. Uh, I've got a friend who is just absolutely terrified of scary things. He won't watch a scary, and this is a, a 25 year old guy, uh, he won't watch scary movies. He closes. He loves Game of Thrones, but has to close his eyes for the majority of that because it's too scary, which is hilarious to me because that's not scary at all. Uh, I want to, and he just bought a house, and it's not an old house. I'm sure nothing's happened in that house, but he just bought a house, his first home. I kind of want to just punch in his address, see what happened there, and then tell him about it. And hoping that's, that's mean, <laughs> and, and hoping that something happened, and just telling him because that that would honestly make him want to move if he found out that something terrible. That's that's just kind of a mean thing to do, dude. <laughs> it it is a mean thing to do, but I kind of I, I say you go for it, it though. By the way, I kind. What time are we supposed to have Rob Doster on? Uh, four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. We'll ask Rob about this. We've got plenty of uh, of sports to talk about. Again, Rob Doster, NBC Sports, to come on. After this break, he's. Are you going to move if you find out your house has been had deaths in it? I, I will not move. I won't. Will you move not resell that. your house. What? What if? I mean, now, now I don't mean just like a, you know, an you know, an old house or something. What? What if you were out backyard and 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 Abe came went home and came into the house and you're like, what, hey, what do you got there? And it turns out he's carrying like a, a a leg bone and he finds out there's been like bodies buried in your backyard. Would you move then? <laughs> I I don't know. I guess we'll have to see these hypotheticals to see see what. Uh, Trevor, you feel free to punch in my address on there to see what happened if there anything happened. You have house. to text me your send me your address over Skype and I'll put it in there for you. Uh, you'll you'll pay the twelve dollars to yeah, find what out. What the hell? I'll, I'll, I, I, you know how it, I'll spend twelve bucks on before the day's over, probably. You know how <laughs> underwhelming it's going to be when we find out that nothing happened. How do we know they're even telling the truth though? I mean, you know, I, 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 what's the I odds think they this, just make things up? I, I've read some of the reviews on this, and a lot of people were disappointed because a lot of the times it just said 
nope, nobody died in your house. Thanks for the money. I mean, how do they and find? Because my here's my question: Why why do I have to twelve pay them twelve bucks to, to? I mean, why can't I just go wherever they're going to find out the information? I mean, how, where do they go to find this out? I guess they have death certificates in city. They they have processed death certificates well, where well, tell you where it tells you people have died. Can't can't we not Google? Doesn't that come up on our own Google searches? I don't know. I mean, aren't, aren't those public records? Uh, Trevor, you know how to work a computer, buddy. Trust me, I don't have to tell you how to work one. I'm not really good with the Google machine, man. Oh, <laughs> All righty, uh, we're going to head to commercial break. When we come back, Rob Doster and basketball talk. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he'd put on a dress and play a girl bunny? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Neither did I. I was was just asking. We're back here, 1450, the sports buzz. It's Tuesday, so that means we're joined by Rob Doster, NBC Sports. Rob, how's your Tuesday afternoon going? It was going better until Trevor lied to me. About the Justin Bieber thing? Let's get this all out there. Yeah, he lied to me. He said he was going to sing Justin Bieber for you? Yeah, he said he was going to sing Justin Bieber as an intro. I don't want to hear the song. I want to hear Trevor sing it. That's uh. what I that was. That was our deal for me coming on the radio today. Uh, right, right. I had to get on the radio and sing Justin uh, Bieber. All right, Maniacs, here you go. What do you mean, oh-oh, <laughs> when you nod your head yes? What do you say no? What do you mean, hey, hey when you don't want me to move, but you all you always tell me to go? What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? Since so you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind. Guess what? What do you mean? You're so indecisive. What are what I'm saying? Trying to catch the beat. Make up your heart. Don't know if you're happy or complaining. Don't want us to end. Where do I start? Oh man, we need to make Trevor do dramatic readings of Justin Bieber songs. A, a, a constant part of this show. Your ratings are going through the roof. I agree. That was fantastic, Trevor. You, you. you did a you did a hell of a job. I need a cigarette. That really was. That, that <laughs> sounded better than the Beebs himself, in my opinion. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. let's not get crazy. <laughs> Rob, this is. I, I, I got to uh, go fight off the ladies now after that performance. Excuse me. <laughs> Rob, this is a question we're asking everybody, uh, with in the spirit of it being Halloween week. If you could find out if. And there's a website that will tell you if somebody died in your house, would you want to know? Sure, why not? Well, I it would. $12, it costs $12, too. Oh, for $12? No, I wouldn't do it for $12. <laughs> oh, don't be so cheap. <laughs> what yeah, if $12 you, is a lot of money, man. That's so like, you, it's a meal. It's a dinner. Well, where do you eat? Like a Penn Station dinner. 
Yeah. You got to remember, Rob, I'm, I'm nice and young. I'm 24. I still am not big on cooking. Speaking of eating, Rob, well, Rob, Rob, TJ informed us yesterday he's never eaten a fast food burger. Your thoughts? Hmm. What are you, what are you, what are you uh, declaring fast food? Like, have you ever had like a Five Guys? Is Five Guys or, or anything like I, that? In and out? Is that fast food? Uh, in and out. I've never had an in and out. We don't have I have had out here. Five Guys. I've had Smash Burger, but I wouldn't consider that fast food because they don't have a drive-thru. Oh, all, right. all right. So you've never had like a McDonald's or no, Burger White, King burger? Uh, yeah. No, White Castle. He's never that. had a Whopper. Well, Whoppers are terrible, first of all. Second of all, like if you're ever, like if you're going to go out on the lane and eat a fast food burger, what you need to do is get really drunk, go to McDonald's, and don't drive. Have someone else drive you when you're really drunk. We don't, we don't support drunk driving here. We only support drunk eating. And so what you do is you're going to get two of the double cheeseburgers off of the dollar menu. And that's what you're going to eat. Well, uh, I, I just I have no reason. At this point, it's kind of like a fun little thing to say that I've never had a fast food burger. So I'm really in no rush to, to eat them. So anyways. You think it's fun. We think it's sad. Let, let's well, let's jump let's jump in with uh, some basketball talk before we get back <laughs> off track, which I know we're going to do here in no time. Uh, Rob, you were there was an interview with Katina Powell's lawyer today uh, on a, another station here in Louisville where they where he said that they're not going to talk to the NCAA, they're not going to talk to Louisville's investigators unless they can be promised uh, some immunity from crim, criminal prosecution. Prosecution easier said than done, but that's. Not really the NCAA's jurisdiction. Louisville can't promise that because it's it, they don't work with LMPD here in Louisville. So they can't promise that. So it looks like they could be in a, a situation where Katina Powell doesn't talk to either. And you said that that could help Louisville's chances of not getting steamrolled. What did you mean by that? Well, if they don't have Katina, if Katina Powell doesn't go to the NCAA and sit down and say this, that, and the third happened, then the NCAA doesn't have her testimony. Like, they can't read the book and use the book as evidence against Louisville. That's not how it works. Uh, or at least that's not how it's worked in the past. They need her to come in and testify and give them all the information that she has and give them the text messages and, you know, show them the journal and tell them the story all over again because they can't use the book. They can't use the ESPN report. they got to go get it themselves. So if she doesn't talk, then... You know, obviously that's good for Louisville's case. Maybe I still don't think it means that they're going to be in the clear, especially if, you know, Jaquan Lyle and Antonio Blakeney and, you know, some of the other players that have talked to the NCAA, especially if they, they you know, confirm these stories. But if they don't have Tina Powell's testimony, then, you know, I, I think that that might lighten what the punishment will end up being. I don't really know. I haven't really thought it all the way through because I don't understand – how she expects to get immunity from when she's talking to a school and an organization that represents schools that don't have anything to do with the law. Like, is she trying to avoid getting NCAA sanctions? Because I wasn't aware that she still had eligibility left. Well, what, uh, that's, that's actually a really good point. What she says <laughs> to the NCAA, how could that come back to bite her with a, a legal investigation? She's already put everything out there. And yeah, she doesn't want to get show calls because that would mess with her revenue stream. If the NCAA wants to, or if the if people here in Louisville want to put her in jail or take her to court, there's already enough evidence out there to do that. I don't know why, if she says that stuff to the NCAA, that would change anything. That's a good point, Rob. Huh. Yeah, like I don't. There's there's no way 
So maybe it's like a, a civil thing. Maybe she's saying, but even that wouldn't make sense because if she didn't talk to the NCAA, that would be better for Louisville and would make Louisville less likely to want to, you know, sue her or, or try to, you know, take legal action against her. So I, I have absolutely no idea what that means. That does not make any sense to me. But, hey, you know what? I'm not the legal mind. Maybe, maybe you should have a lawyer on here that's probably smarter than me. But on the flip side, if the NCAA has already talked to Jaquan Lyle, if they've talked to Antonio Blankney, I mean, there could still be enough there to get Louisville in some sort of trouble. I do agree with you that they're probably going to need those text messages. Yeah, but it's not the whole big picture. Like, it's just, that would just be those specific visits. And they would say, all right, this happened when Blankney was there, and this happened when Jaquan Lyle was there. But it doesn't say anything about, like, the parties that she was talking about when Russ Smith came or when Peyton Seaver came or, you know, Montrez Harrell or anything like that. So that's what Katina Powell provides is the whole story. And then they can go out and confirm it with these other guys instead of, you know, getting this information from the players and putting together piece by piece. Cause when you look at the whole instance, um, like over the course of four years and everything, that's when it looks really, really bad. When you only have two guys saying it and you only have these two specific instances, and you have no confirmation. The other part of it, you don't have any confirmation that there was money that changed hands. That's what Katina Powell could provide if Andre McGee doesn't talk. She can say, he paid me money. Jaquan Lyle can't, isn't going to sit there and say, I paid her money. You know, He probably can't say, I saw Andre McGee give her money. What Katina Powell can do is confirm that money changed hands, and that is the biggest point of this entire thing. Uh, I guess Quan Lau could say that he saw Andre McGee give her money, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. It, it won't it, it won't be nearly as severe as penalties if Katina Powell doesn't talk. I do agree with that. They're going yeah, to so, need her testimony. Yeah, and and I just I don't if you if you have any ideas about what she's looking for with immunity or, or how in the world she can make that happen, please enlighten me because I I don't I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Anyways, speaking of NCAA, what in the world is going on at Purdue with Caleb Swanigan? Uh, you know, I don't think it's a huge issue, but when you have a guy who was adopted by an agent who committed to one program, decommitted it from that program, and then committed to a worse program that just so happened to be where that sports agent went to college that's going to draw red flags and it's going to deserve like, the NCAA has to do their due diligence there. They have to look into it once that entire story comes out. I think he's going to be just fine. Um, when he was adopted by the agent, I'm blanking on his name, he was like a six foot two, 375-pound. Basically, he was like a 14-year-old Trevor. And then he grew, then he grew seven inches, then he got in shape, and, all, and like after the course of four years, he turned himself into a great prospect. He wasn't a great prospect when he was 14, so I don't think there's anything shady here. Um, you know, I, I think it's, to be honest, I think it kind of parallels a little bit of the blind side. Uh, there may be some issues if they can dig up anything on why Caleb decided to go to Purdue instead of Michigan State, but I, I really don't think there's any, anything sinister about um, the sports agent, uh, I, I wish I had his name in front of me, uh, adopting um, Caleb Swanee. That was just a guy trying to help out a kid. Yeah, it it, it is an interesting situation. I I do believe. Uh, what is it, Barnes? It, Roosevelt Barnes, I think. Yeah, Roosevelt Barnes. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
it is interesting for the reasons you mentioned, but it does seem pretty, it does seem innocent, but I do agree. The NCAA has to look into that. And you kind of provided the backgrounds for the listeners. He, he would, he's one of the most talented freshmen in the country. And you're ranking the top players in college basketball, the top 100 players. Uh, I haven't seen Caleb Swanigan listed in the top 100. And I think you were up to number 56, if I'm not mistaken, will he be included in the top 100 or you missed the cut? No, we don't have him there. I think he's a guy that is going to take a year or two to kind of adjust to the college game, especially when you consider that he essentially plays the same position as two other centers on the Purdue roster. Um, they already have A.J. Hammond. They already have Isaac Haas. I, just, I think it's going to be crowded in the front court. Uh, you know, he might be really, really good, but I just don't see there being too much of an opportunity for him to be more of the kind of like maybe a sixth man, maybe a, another big guy up in the front line. Um, so, that, I mean, that's the lead to think behind that. I think he's a talented kid. I think he's going to have a, he has a great future in college. I think he might be an NBA player. It's just not going to happen this year. I thought he was, would be a really important piece to Kentucky after he decommitted to Michigan State. It seemed like Kentucky was an okay spot. Kentucky certainly could have used a bruiser, a physical guy down low like a Caleb Swanigan. It'll be interesting to see how his season goes at Purdue. No UK player listed between 100 and 56. Does that mean uh, for Big Blue Nation you're going to have eight guys in the top 56 for UK? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, our, our first 12 is the entire Kentucky starting lineup. Good. That that I think that will make most people in Lexington happy, depending on the order you have them. But uh, and we're we're doing it we're doing it for you. It's going to be the T.J. Walker rankings. You didn't put me back when I asked if Jamal Murray was going to be in the top five. Um, you know I don't want to give too much away, but he <laughs> he will be he will be let's call it single digits. Single digits, single really? Digits. I didn't yeah. expect you to have him single digits. I was going to be happy if you had him top twenty. Single digits, huh? Yeah, and, you know, part of it is that college basketball, I think that the talent level is a little bit down this season. Um, another part of it is that I'm a little bit more impressed with what he's done, like a little bit more impressed with him after seeing what he did against Team USA. And, you know, I just I think the opportunity is going to be there. I think he is going to um, take a lot of shots. I think that he is going to score a lot of points. And I think that he's going to be the guy that kind of, like, that, that, that kind of leads that offense, at least at the start of the year. Uh, so, I mean, that was just kind of the thing behind that. I also had him a little bit lower. Other guys on our in our that were in these discussions had him a little bit higher. So, typical Rob. We're talking with Rob Dosser, NBC Sports. The blue white scrimmages tonight. I'm sure you probably won't. I don't even know if it's on TV. So I'm sure you probably. I won't be watching it, but what Kentucky's schedule is not easy for a team that's trying to mesh. John Calipari has been pretty honest about the team being behind, not being all that great. What do you think are going to be some of the biggest issues for this Kentucky team as the season starts? I mean, just adjusting to the college level. You know, it's never easy to go from being a high school guy to being a college guy. It's never easy to adjust um, to being an instant celebrity in, in Lexington. Like, Scala Bissier is, uh, right now, he's basically Justin Bieber in that city. So, that, that's a little bit of an adjustment for people as well. The speed of the game, the physicality of the game. Um, I, my concerns are kind of along the, uh, the front line or the backcourt. Um, I think that, like, I don't really know how that's going to play out. Like, which Marcus Lee is going to show up? 
Uh, is Alex Poitras ever going to be the guy that we thought he was going to be when he was a freshman? The backcourt, I mean, I, we've talked about this. I, I think it's the ball is the, the playmaking responsibilities are going to fall on uh, Jamal Murray. I think that Tyler Eulis is going to kind of be the guy that brings it up and initiates offense. I think Isaiah Briscoe is going to kind of, you know, be the third man, kind of an odd, odd man out, so to speak. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I just think it's going to be that typical learning curve that you see with these young teams. You know, it takes a little while to kind of figure out how to make all that happen when you, when you get to the college level for the first time. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting for sure. Trevor, you have any questions for Rob while we have him on? Uh, any Justin Bieber questions? Anything along those lines? Favorite Justin Bieber song? Favorite Justin Bieber song? I don't really know, man. I kind of like that. I kind of like his new stuff, though. Like, it's not bad. I think he's got a little. I actually had this conversation today. I think he has like the new Justin Timberlake potential. You know, where he was like the boy band and the running joke, and then all of a sudden he grew up a little bit, and we're like, oh man, like he's really good. Like, I really like Justin Timberlake now. Like, he was corny when he was with NSYNC. Right. But now, like, his last two albums have been, like, legitimately really, really good. Clearly He's a really talented get, dude. Clearly we need to get Rob Dostrom before the turn of 420. Uh, I mean, that, that's obvious at this point now. <laughs> what? You don't, think, you don't think Justin Bieber? I'm not saying that he's Justin Doster is now Timberlake scheduled right now. But I think Tuesday. the Biebs, you don't think you, you think I'm wrong? You don't think the Biebs has some potential here? I just, I, he's just such a loser that I can't like him. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, though. Like, you're definitely 100% right about that. He's just such a loser. I, but Although, you know. I, I will say this. If I came into as much money and fame as he came into when I was 15 years old, like, who knows what I'd be doing right now? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that's, like, I, mean, that's, I would that's probably have been, I was an idiot when I was a kid, and, and I didn't have very much money at all. So imagine if, like, you had a ton of money and a ton of fame and could literally do whatever you want or whoever you wanted to. Like, imagine what you would do. It'd be quite the life, I would imagine, instead of uh, what we're doing here, just talking about sports <laughs> and, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. But, Rob Doster, thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you next week. Hold on, I got one question for Trevor. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> no, it's a famous football question, bro. What do I do about Eddie Leaf? Do I trade for him? Oh, wow. Do you trade for him? Yeah. Um, it depends on what the asking price is for him. Hoping that he's healthy coming off the bye? I would hope he is. TJ, you're a Packer fan. Do you, is he expecting to be healthy off the bye? Well, they, he was never on the injury report when they played their last game against the Chargers, so it's kind of a surprise that he got as few carries as possible. Now, they might – they. Mike McCarthy said that they just wanted to feed the hot hand, which was Starks, and that Lacey wasn't banged up at all. I would imagine that he's got to be healthy because, again, he wasn't on the injury report, and now they got a bye week, so he should be good to go at Denver this week. But I, they, I don't know. I think that maybe they just like how quick Stark is and how much he they, they can play a faster tempo. He spreads the field a little bit better. Uh, Lacey I, is just so risky as a fantasy option right now. Yeah, I agree with that, which kind of sucks because – you know, he was a first-round pick. He'd be a prime by-low target. He was actually hurt and trying to get healthy. Yeah, it's a, it's a bummer. I, I, you know, I hope they figure it out because I think he's a monster when he's healthy, and he certainly helps the team. But Starks have been good, too, so uh, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on it. Any other questions, Rob? <laughs> no, that's all I got. All right, thanks for the call. Or thanks for taking our call, Rob Doster. And, again, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. See you later, guys.
Rob Dosser, NBC Sports. They're counting down the top 100 players. You can go to NBC Sports and find find that. And one of his co-workers ranked the top backcourts in college basketball with number one being Kentucky for the reasons Jamal Murray, Tyler Eulis, Isaiah Briscoe, Charles Matthews, Michael Mulder. Uh, Trevor, I bet you can't guess number two. Um, Say the names again. The, 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 the names of who? What names you just said? I, the UK backcourt ranked number one has nothing oh, to do with number two. Number said, two is. I thought you were naming off na- names and you, you were saying uh, uh, number two backcourt. Yes. You're not going to get it right, so that should that's, that's <laughs> okay. your. Because that, I was sitting here thinking, I was thinking of what would be obvious or too obvious, like saying a Maryland or something. But if it's something obscure, then who is it? Uh, they, it's not Maryland. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not. They're not. A, they're a mid major. They're a mid major. Yeah, Ohio. What? No. <laughs> no. Who? I don't know why. Who's Ohio? Who does I don't Ohio even know have? who their guards are. I just random. I just for some reason the names DJ Cooper and stuff like stuck in my head, so I went with Ohio. You know, I know DJ Cooper graduated like a decade ago almost. Wichita State. <laughs> oh, well, duh! I should have thought of that. Yeah, with Ron uh, Baker, Van, Fred yeah. Van Fleet, yeah, Van Fleet, Connor Frankamp, who's the uh, Kansas transfer. I, I, it's just unbelievable that Ron Baker and Fred Van Fleet are still there. Uh, I mean, they were big players in that Final Four game. Against Louisville back in 2013. Yeah, I, I thought I was yeah the Baker when I knew he was coming back. I was having a discussion with somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, on another show a couple weeks like a week or so ago, and I was almost convinced that Van Fleet had graduated. I, I mean, it just feels like he's been there a decade. I mean, Baker, Same I knew. With, well, well, Baker, funny. we talked so much about him coming <laughs> back, so I knew he was returning. Well, after they lost to Kentucky when they were undefeated back in 2014, I remember Wichita State tweeted out, breaking news, Ron Baker coming yeah. back to college. And I was like, opposed to what? Yeah. <laughs> Going and starting his career as a uh, business major or uh, whatever he was. You no, know, he'd, have, he'd, have, he'd have played like in Saudi Arabia or something. I'm yeah, sure. no, I mean. but, it's just, uh, but he's, still, he's still there. Number three, Indiana, who has a great backcourt. Yes. An Indiana-Kentucky matchup would be really fun to watch. Yeah, too bad you're scared to play him anymore. Number four, North Carolina. Number five, Michigan, which I think is a bit of a stretch. Uh, if you're looking for Duke, you got to go to number eight. If you're looking for nine with Melo Trimble, uh, you got to go to Maryland. Or Maryland's at number nine with Melo Trimble. Yeah, so. I couldn't remember who the other guard was for Maryland, but I didn't know how if Melo Trimble. Jake be... Lehman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just I forgot. And then that. Suleiman, if you want to count him as a guard, but he's more, yeah, he's of, a more of a swing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. Here when we come back, by the way, I have your information for your house. Do you really? Yeah, I looked it up during uh, during that interview. All right, that should be fun. Your house is old, by the way. I know it's old. And I know how much you paid for it now. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be we'll be right back. That's here a scary thought. Sports bus. <laughs> You're listening to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? Presented by Allen Electric.
We're back here, 1450 of Sports Buzz, a rainy Tuesday. Just had Rob Doster on to talk college basketball, Justin Bieber, people dying in your house. Just your normal Tuesday conversation here on the radio. Uh, Trevor, before we find out if somebody died in my house, which I'm still not 100% sure if you actually did it or you're just going to make something up, I'm going to need some sort of visual confirmation. Uh, you can Maybe you can tweet out a, a screenshot of what you're looking at or something. But be, let, let's save that for the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, let, cause we're going to, we're going to take a break here. I've got a confirmation five. email of, of my purchase to the website. Does that count? Uh, that, that would, that would, well, I, again, I still don't know what you're looking at and if you're just not going to make it up. No, I wouldn't do that to you. That's mean, dude. No, I, I think you would do it. And uh, so I, I, you can say whatever you want. I'm just going to need confirmation. For the record, uh, by the way, I purchased the, uh, the, the two pack. Uh, the, so you got two houses. Yeah, and I did that because to put my own address in to see if it did, in, in, in fact, acknowledge the, the the two passings that have occurred in my own home. So you have had two passings in your own home. Yes, both my grandparents uh, passed away in, their, in the house. It was obviously the house they had built and, and, and lived in their whole life. Did did it acknowledge those? Or let's save that for the five o'clock. Segment. Okay, okay. Let's save that. So a little bit of breaking news, semi-breaking news, is that the NCAA has started to investigate Louisville basketball, members of the Louisville basketball program. So players and and coaches, I would assume. Uh, so they are uh, assumingly in Louisville talking to people at this very moment. Trevor, uh, Jeff Goodman with the report said it happened yesterday and throughout today. The investigation has begun with Louisville players and I guess maybe coaches, maybe Rick Pitino, whoever else. What, well, how does that make you feel? Does that make you a little nervous? I'm actually a little surprised they hadn't been here already talking to people. I mean, I would have thought they would have, NCAA would have at, at some point not waited a, nearly almost a month to, uh, to, to at least investigate personally on campus and talk to players and people. And almost, I wouldn't say immediately, but because I'm sure they have other issues that involving, I mean, they're overseeing, you know, hundreds and hundreds of schools, but I mean, I haven't seen any other school have issues in the media, especially one that of, of national proportion like Louisville. So I'm more surprised they haven't been here already. I think Pacific just announced yesterday that they're having some academic scandal go on at their school. Uh, but yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, I can saying. see. I, yeah, because yeah, the Pacific ranks ahead of Louisville in terms of the scandal. Well, it, there's always stuff going on. You got to remember how many sports there are, how many eligibility issues there are. Uh, the NCAA always has their hands full. But I, I understand your point. The NCAA moves slow. They they probably wanted to get as many facts as they can. And here's one thing that, that you have to remember, Trevor. When they went to Louisville, is part of the reason it took so long is because they have been able. I would imagine they've been able to confirm some things. They've probably been able to throw out some things. And they're going to see who at U of L is going to lie. They're and I don't, you know, I, I've never sat in a room when an NCAA interview has gone on. I have seen the blind side though, which pretty much makes me an expert in, in NCAA investigations. I'm only kidding, but they have done some of their homework, so they're going to go down there knowing some of the answers just to see what Louisville is going to say to some of those questions, uh, which should be interesting to, to to find out those results. Which again, we probably won't find out those results for quite some time. Now, we, Rob had mentioned it in the last segment talking about Katina Powell and what her lawyer said and how they're not going to speak to the NCAA. They're not going to speak to Louisville until they can be promised some immunity to this entire process. Trevor, as a Louisville fan, does that make you feel a little bit better? Uh, um, I guess a, a little bit. I mean, but 
I just can't imagine what she can has not revealed already. I mean, what 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 has she? What could she have been keeping? What could she still be keeping to herself that the NCAA can't find in the book or on one of her, you know, or outside the lines piece or, or whatever it may be, or her, or her appearance on the View, which will produce nothing really. But I mean, just the other two previous mentioned things. I, I can't think of anything that she can't. They can't be like, oh well, we wanted to ask you this, but look, hey, look, it's right here. You know, we can just read it in the book, or we can. You, you've mentioned it, you know, once or twice already in this interview or in this in this piece. I just don't know. How her now keeping quiet and waiting for immunity uh, is would would prevent her the NCAA from finding out something that they wouldn't have already found out. Yeah, that that's that's what I don't understand. And I guess the what Rob said is true that they do need to have her confirm it to them before that they can use it. They just can't go off the book. But I, I do think he downplayed Shaquan Lyles and Antonio Blakeney and whatever they get from the Louisville program. Uh, you know, they can still use that stuff to burn Louisville. Uh, but they, they can't, I imagine they can't use the text messages because they need to get that confirmed. Although they would probably still have to do that by themselves. Even if Katina Powell said, look, we hear the text messages. We promise they're real. They'd still have to get those confirmed by themselves. Now, can they do that without Katina's help? It seems unlikely. I'm still not 100% sure if they could. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't understand why talking to the NCAA after already going on several different news programs, ESPN, The View, uh, the uh, there's some locals, maybe WHS here in town got an interview, but they've been pretty picky and picky and choosy about what stations they're going to go on and what interviews they're going to do. But they've already they already if the if somebody wanted to prosecute her, they could say they could just play the ESPN interview and say, look, you're admitting to doing these things right here on video. You also wrote it in a book. So I don't know how the her her testimony to the NCAA would be any different from all that. I love how I mean, if if you kind of go by the attorney's interview that that occurred just I guess about twenty minutes or so before we went on the air on another station, and he talked about her wanting the immunity and wanting to be protected and trying to protect herself from from obviously prosecution. He made it also sound like the way he described it as if she had no idea she was open to prosecution by re- revealing this information of the actions she had committed. Like she, she had no, it didn't occur to her that by admitting to prostituting herself and as well as even, you know, being a, you know, a, a project pimp, which is what she is, you know, that she would be uh, looking at possible prosecution. And she, like, she, as if she didn't even really, that didn't even enter her mind at some point. And that just almost cracks me up that she would think that, not realize that without an attorney actually saying to her, hey, listen, you might want to stop talking because. You're basically just giving them more and more ammo to prosecute you and put you in jail. Well, maybe there's some confusion over the statute of limitations with Katina Powell and what maybe, you know, she says that she just decided to write the book because she thought it was time. But maybe she figured, OK, a year has passed. Now I can't get in trouble because one of the charges, which I think is just prostitution in itself, after a year, you can't be you can't be prosecuted for that. But maybe she being, Googled and saw that, but didn't realize that. But but yeah. being a pimp and, you know, dealing out women to have sex with men, uh, there is no limitations on that charge. Maybe she didn't know that. And now she's she's worried. Maybe they didn't do their homework in that sense. And, and, and she's realizing that she could face some jail time because that, that is a felony. So uh, that'll be interesting. I think ultimately she probably will end up talking to the NCAA one way or the other because it just doesn't make sense not to. I don't know. I guess she has nothing to gain from that either. But. Uh, it, that that will be a big factor in this Louisville case and, and how much trouble the university gets in. I, I did like uh, her lawyer's backtracking of her original motive by saying, by now it's 
at first it was she admitted to it was all about the money. Then it, it made you wonder why would she contact the NCAA first if she wanted money. I mean, they're not going to pay her for any in, any kind of leaking of information towards violations being broken under their watch. But yet now, it's if, if you go by what the attorney, uh, Mr. Wilder, said today, that her initial attention wasn't money, that she wanted just the story to be out there and to be – he kind of tried to, in his best way, he's trying to put her in the, the spotlight of the victim and to be the innocent victim. And I mean, and there's, she can be considered oh, who, that. Who, who, who cares if she wanted to do it for money? I mean, but that's what they're trying to say now. They're trying to cover up oh, the little story. But who cares if she's trying to cover it up either? She obviously wanted to do it for money, and now it doesn't yeah. sound as good. Well, I think it was more for know, spite towards Andre, if anything. I think it was probably just for money. I think it was 100% for money. Anyways, we need to head to commercial work. When we come back, is my house, has somebody died at my house? Woo, exciting radio. We'll be right back here on 1450 The Sports Bus. Talker with T.J. Walker. If you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. Feel it, see it, hear it today. If you can't, then it doesn't matter anyway. You will never understand it because it happens to fast. And it feels so good. We're back here, 1450 Sports Buzz. All right, Trevor, I guess it's time to, to find out if my... If the house is, if my house, somebody has passed away in. Whatever happened to the band Epic? That was a good song. Or Faith No More. Who, that was, a, that was the, the band. Don't know who, the, I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, you also don't know who a few names like David Gaffney and Alyssa Jones or also uh, uh, Nancy Mackey are either, but they have connections to you. Uh-oh. They pass away in my house? Just for the record, TJ, which I won't give out the address or the amount he paid for it, which is listed, by the way. Uh, on thanks to diedinhouse.com, I can tell you that your your house was built in 1939. Uh, it is an older house, obviously, and does have some history to it. Uh, there have been 36 occupants in the house. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, not all of them made it out alive. In, <laughs> in 1951, a woman named Marla Grossman was shot and killed her husband and his lover, who he was cheating on her with. Nancy Mackey before hanging herself. That was the first incident in your home. There's no. Following that, there has been no other incidents except for natural causes, which it just says natural causes in 1972 and 1985. There's no way that's true. Do you doubt it? I do doubt that. Do you do you want do you want to uh, do you want to do you not believe in ghosts? Do you not believe that there could be a haunting in your house? Uh, I do believe that there could be a haunting in my house, but I don't believe that. Do happened. you want to Google their names and see if it comes up? 
<laughs> are you brave enough to do that? Are you brave you enough to? Ha- do you really want to know if I'm lying or not? Do you really you've want to got, know if I'm telling the truth? You've you've got Hannah really freaked out about all this. Do you really want to know? You've got Hannah really freaked out. I mean, I, I doesn't. If it makes you feel better, it doesn't say what part of the house the murders occurred. All right, so repeat that one more time. Your house, uh, the, the first part of the history, 1951, a woman named Marla Grossman shot and killed her husband, who apparently I assume was cheating on her, named Chuck Grossman and his lover, Nancy Mackey, before hanging herself in the home. Since then, there have been two natural cause deaths, both Alyssa Jones in 1972 and David Gaffney in 1985. Interesting. Well, that would explain maybe the house being haunted. That's kind of spooky, actually. That, that is pretty spooky. Now am I going to have, you know, that, that's not good news. I'm not happy about that. I mean, it's, I, 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 I need you to forward me that. I sent you my receipt. Did you not get the, well, te- the text I sent you? Well, I, I did. I, uh, I, I got the, the receipt, but I need confirmation that that actually happened. It tells uh, it's fire information. Dydenhouse.com does not have any records of property having had a fire. Uh, and you'd be good, glad to know that Dydenhouse.com does not have any records of this property being used in a meth lab. <laughs> At least there's that. Uh, let's see here. Other names associated with the property. Uh, Timothy Curry. Uh, John, Under- John and Jack Underwood. Um, Jessica Hill, Mark Pfeiffer, you people are listening. Hey, look, there's Terry Walker. That's me. That's you. Of course, it counts under your name anyway. I put it under your name. Oh, well. But I put it, I put it, but the top of the page says, hello, TJ Walker. So what did it say about your house? Uh, it said one death and it was gave my grandfather, but not my grandmother who just passed away just two years ago. Well, that seems pretty inaccurate. That's what I was thinking. Who knows what to trust now? Gerald I, uh, Gerald Nur- Durnell, who also is listed connected to the house, did die, but nothing. It says nothing indicates a death was at this address. As well as Judith Geitz, who also passed away just a few years ago, both died in 2011. Neither have indications of the death being associated with the house, though. Those well, are the only other my, deaths listed. At my house? Yes. I know people were living here in 2011. It, well, yeah, but that person could have owned the house and moved away and then passed away. Is what it's saying, I think. Well, the the guy was young, and it it got foreclosed on. So I'm not. Yeah, he might have bought it from the Darnell person or the guy, the Getz person. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it, it lists it lists everyone. It, there's there's I mean there's like 17 names listed on or at least 36 I guess of different names of people who have been associated with the house. I'm assuming that have been listed as ownership of that house at some point or lived there. And two other names other than the other obviously the the main names that I mentioned to you. Uh, that of uh, Mrs. Grossman, her husband, and Nancy Mackey, Alyssa Jones, and David Gaffney. Other than those names, it does say that Gerald Durnell and Judith Getz are both listed as passed away. It gives the years that they were passed away as well, but it says that there's no indication their deaths were associated with the house or in the home. So I'm assuming they died prior to owning the home or living in the home. Well, that's uh, that's just great, Trevor. (laughs) That's just fantastic. Is Hannah okay? 
How's Charlie she's, hanging she's, in there? She's not happy. I don't know if Charlie knows the, the news just yet. I mean, what, huh. if, what if it happened in y'all's room? <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be good. I mean, what would be considered the master? Or do you stay in what would be considered the master bedroom of the home? Uh, well, yeah, but I don't know if that's the master bedroom could be considered multiple different room, different rooms here. I mean, I'm making an assumption of a master bedroom if if it was if she apparently, you know, if it was maybe caught them in the act, I would assume it was in the bedroom. Could have been in the living room. Well, there, could have been where that ceiling collapsed. That would make maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was where she hung herself. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I still don't know if I'm I'm buying what you are selling. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. You want to pay 12 bucks and find out for yourself? Well, I, might, I might have to. <laughs> Why don't you just tell the truth? Okay, I'm telling you the truth. I looked it up and I paid for the account. Yeah, but did it say all that? The only thing that kind of worries me is you've got names with it. I don't think there was a murder-suicide in my house. Well, I mean, maybe not. Maybe so. And I'm not even 100%. Uh, in, it said the house was built in 36. I don't even know if that's accurate. 1939, actually. 39? Yes, and you had 36 owners on the house. Would you like me to go through them? Uh, no, I don't. I don't, <laughs> need you to, I don't need you to go. Give me the last name of the through. person you got, the last owner, and I'll tell you if their name is listed on here. Well, I didn't get, I got it through a bank, so oh, okay. it wasn't an owner. Doesn't show it was built in. It was built in 48. Unless G West Trevor. is the bank. It was built in 48. Not according to this. I I didn't think it was built in the 30s. It was built in the 40s. No, so no, 1939. That, that, that kind of makes me question this whole this whole process. Uh, okay. We had Rob Blackhawk tweeting to the show. <laughs> he had a, and Rob Rob Blackhawk sent us a nice tweet yesterday talking about how funny the show was yesterday. Not quite as funny today, but I did appreciate the tweet. Uh, although it was after <laughs> the show, so I wasn't able to read it. Uh, he says he says Jesus, you definitely have a ghost in your house and. Well, at least you have a new party game. Find the murder scene. <laughs> <laughs> You're living oh. in your own clue house. <laughs> oh, the house wasn't built in '39. That's what this shows on the records. Well, that's but that that's it's just not right. How do you know it's not? Who told you? Who told you otherwise? Because everywhere. Because I remember when I I well. Now I'm seeing somewhere else that does say '39, but everywhere oh, else I've seen it see? said. Everywhere else I've seen it said '48. Maybe they didn't want to tell you that, you know, be honest with you. Maybe they lied to you because they didn't want you to do more homework and realize that you're living in a house that were, people were slaughtered. Right, but you uh, but you said that happened in 51? That's correct. So even if, it had, even if it was built in 48, that wouldn't get me out of that. No, no, it wouldn't. Sorry. No. No. Well, that's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Now, I don't know what the um, causes, the natural de- causes, causes were to the other people. Maybe it was something linked to hauntings, paranormal activity, maybe. I mean, by the way, 7285, I mean, that's that means it's there's it's due a natural cause death in there. What, what, 70, what do you mean 7285? Well, I mean, looking at the years, I mean, it seems to, something happens in that house periodically. I mean, I mean, if you go by, thir- I mean, it was 13 years between the two natural causes, which would be 98 would be the other one now that nothing happened then, but something may be due. You might want to get out of that house ASAP. Hmm. I might, uh, you know, I might have to. I'll buy, oh. I'll buy from you. I got 20 bucks. Okay. Well, now am I going to have to, jeez, Trevor, I, I you know. I, I'm going to need your login information so I can confirm this on the website. Oh, TJ, TJ, TJ. Anyways, I, want you, I want you to do me one quick favor, okay? 
Is Hannah okay. with you? She's no, she's not. She's right. working. Uh, you need to text her right now and tell her everything's okay, honey. Trevor's just a total a hole, and he, he made, made it. it he made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I I figured you did. Although I'm still now, I don't know what to believe. Now, but but maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you are. But where did you? If you did make it up, where did you come up with the names for the murder suicide? Is the only thing that worries me. Maybe I'm just creative. Hmm. Maybe I looked it up. Looked what up? Maybe I Googled your address myself and looked to see if there was anything linked to it online. Huh. Of course, by doing well, that, I could also find out how much you paid for the house as well as what year it was built. So did you? So who knows if you even if you <laughs> even looked up if you even looked up my house? Well, no, I sent you. No, that's not untrue because I did text you the receipt to confirm that I did actually order diedinyourhouse.com. Okay. You did, did you not get that text I sent you during the break? I don't know if I got it. I got one. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this off the air. We need to talk about sports. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and I are going to – is uh, is inside the press box happening? Because you and I are going to have a little conversation. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess, unfortunately <laughs> for you, it is happening. Yes, J.D. Coffee's in studio, and we'll be taking over. So you might have to wait until around 7 to, to can talk to me. Okay. Hopefully, no, um, hopefully, hopefully you'll be around by, by then. <laughs> so it but you did do your house uh yes yes and it did show one okay and and it, it, I, just sorry be be honest <laughs> be honest because our I, i've gotten te- i've gotten several texts i've got cody texting into the show who's cody uh, it's just a, it's a, a a fan who's okay. who he wants to know what's true uh, I I want to know what's true. We've got another guy, Steve, who's wondering. Uh, <laughs> Hannah is definitely curious. Hannah may not be coming home tonight. Is what you're telling me? She may be going staying in a hotel. <laughs> okay. So, what is the what what was there really a murder suicide <laughs> in my home? Oh man! Oh, this is just so much fun. Uh, it's just I'm, <laughs> Give I'm our over, listeners. I'm over here like some... the like the guy who created Pillow. I'm like dance puppets, dance for me. <laughs> give me give me some closure on this radio segment. Oh man! Uh, you want the honest truth? Want the honest truth? Honest truth. What I say is the truth, and if it is not, let the Philadelphia Eagles never win another NFL game the rest as long as I live. Okay. Jack by me goes, well, that's probably going to happen anyway. <laughs> um, it didn't, nothing has happened in your home. No, nothing it, has no, happened. Nothing has happened in your home. According to diedinyourhouse.com, it's, I'm sorry, Jack. Jack's upset. He wanted me to continue lying <laughs> to you. He's a mean dude. Uh, according, to, according to it, and, I, and I'm being completely 100% honest, death, it says deaths occurred in the, at this address, zero. People associated with this address, 36 other type of information found none and it does tell me what i was legitimately reading the fire and meth lab information as well as as you can guess i was reading it does list the names of associates with the house okay but uh, (laughs) that was a good one trevor (laughs) that was good in case you're one in case you're wondering (laughs) jack behind me if you would like to know who, who know more about him his name is jack grossman uh, he has a cousin named David Jaffney, <laughs> Jaffy, excuse me. Uh, Chuck just sounded like a name from 1951. So I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Nancy is my mom's name. Mackie just popped in my head because I don't know. I guess I was thinking Jordan Mackie and Alyssa Jones is the name of a character on one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies, uh, chasing Amy. <laughs> well, you made Hannah a very, very happy person. And I will, I will admit that I'm happy also that. 
we uh, there was not a murder suicide in my home. Not that I would move out, but I would not sleep as easy knowing that that had happened. No, you're, you're safe. There's no uh, murder suicides or slayings in your home. And yeah, uh, by the way, I did do the Johnny homework. drama victory. I went and looked up what year your home was built, so I would know to give it at least. You couldn't defer my lies. I, I did my homework. I did my research. Well, I, I, so, hey, listen, I'm not. I, I, just because I'm well, single now, I've been in relationships. I know how to lie properly. But did but but the text you sent me doesn't show that you used my address. So you didn't even punch my address in. No, I did, and and uh, I was. It just I shows know. your address. The text you sent me. Oh, sorry, but no, I did. It's yeah, date time, sixteen thirty six of purchase. Even shows the last four numbers of my my card. Uh. I don't know why it doesn't show your yeah it doesn't show your address on here actually for some reason it just shows the, the billing address of my house which is also used in the website that's weird well you can find out all that fun information that we just wasted a lot of time on our segment <laughs> talking about dietinhouse.com it does cost money to look to see if um, if somebody passed away in your house so it appears that nobody passed away in mine no which, you're good you're good there's which been is good no news. Uh, no anyways. natural causes, unless I said the, the two people listed that have passed that were associated, but they uh, their passings were both uh, five twenty three eleven and eight thirty eleven two thousand elevens. So uh, obviously they weren't associated or being in your home in the home you live in now when uh, when when they they passed. So you're good. Woo! I did it. <laughs> anyways, uh, you know where where do we even go from here, Trevor? I don't know. I'm just how, I... how do we how do we get back to sports talk for the final five minutes? That's a very good question. I'm still wondering why I told you the truth. I'm, I'm just debating whether I should have just kept it up or not. But Well, I did Google it while we were talking about it and couldn't find anything about it. Not that. <laughs> You're Googling their names that I gave you? Well, just I, I Googled St. Matthew's murder 1951. <laughs> Nothing came up. Yeah, I, I did those Google search, too, to try to, because I knew you would do that, but I couldn't find anything either. So I had I'm pretty sure if something like that happened, you have to disclose that when selling the house. I don't know if a bank would have to do that. No, I don't but think you would have to. I mean, why I would a murder you? suicide is something you got to tell somebody. No, I disagree. You, you now, if there's like a leak in the ceiling, yeah. But I mean, if or there's like a pipe that's rusted, maybe. But I mean, if if you know someone shoots themselves in their car, you don't. I don't think that goes on Carfax, does it? I mean, they just I people might- buying the car just want to know if the engine works properly. My dad's an appraiser and real estate agent. Maybe he can fill us in on the details. If somebody's <laughs> murdered in a home, do you have to tell the next buy? Do you have to tell the buyers that the house has a history? Because oh, because then you're setting yourself up for having to give a discount. You don't want to do that. Well, but you but you have to. I, I think you maybe have to do that. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out here soon enough. Yeah, you have to look that up. Yeah, I'd love to know that information too. And don't lie to me. I, I well, <laughs> Hannah has tweeted you saying that revenge is coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, she doesn't know the life I live. I, there's nothing you can do that is worse than me waking up on a daily basis. Anyway, mom texted mom texted the show and said we you should have kept it going at least throughout Halloween. Ah, you sorry. probably should have. I like how mom was on my side. By the way, you probably should have done it through the rest of the week because I would have been. I would have been. It, it would have been some sleepless nights. I'll be honest, it's and and this is just only for Hannah's sake was the reason I went honest. That was it wasn't for you. No offense. Actually, I don't care if you're offended or not. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't anything to do for your peace of mind. It was because I kind of felt bad for her, and I could see her at this point. If I kept it up, you would be sleeping alone until I told the truth. She'd be refusing to come to the house, and then TJ's well, going to be mad because you know his, Hannah won't come home and he's alone and. 
He's got to snuggle with Abe, which isn't a bad thing, but it gets old after a day or two, I'm sure. You know, so I, I was I was doing it for Hannah, so let her know that if she's listening, it was all for her. Well, uh, rest in peace to Jack, Nancy, and Chuck. <laughs> Don't forget Alyssa and David. <laughs> Al- Alyssa and David. Yeah. And everybody involved in that terrible murder-suicide of 1951. And the natural cause deaths that came afterwards. Yeah, exactly. We we, yeah. we we debated during the break whether we should add on to just the one death or if it would be over the top. So we went natural causes for the rest of the deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it would have been... That's pretty good, though. I mean, you went far enough away, 1951, where, yeah, maybe that gets lost in the shuffle. Pretty good stuff. Thank you, thank you. Imagination runs wild sometimes when you have nothing else to do but sit at home and kill brain cells and watch TV. My blue-white game tonight, 7 o'clock. I should make for an interesting scrimmage between Kentucky. I don't know how they're going to break up the teams. I haven't been on Twitter to see uh, if that is how they're going, if they've announced how they're going to do that, if they're going to do starters versus possible second team, if they're going to try to make it balanced. Generally, they try to make it balanced, so uh, that will be... That'll be something to watch for. A few here's three here's three things to look for in tonight's game. Uh, one, something that I've touched on. One thing that's been a concern for me: Will Kentucky be able? Will they? How will they look rebounding? Will they be tough? Those sort of things. Physically inside, is there going to be some battles? And how does everybody hold up when people are trying to bruise? Now, if you don't have anybody on the team, then you can't really look for that. Uh, Alex Poitier should be playing, so he should bring some physicality to the scrimmage. Uh, so that should be a good thing. That's one thing I would look for. Number two of things that we need to uh, that you should watch out for in tonight's game. Uh, get ready to fall in love with Jamal Murray and Tyler Ulis. Just watch how well get get ready to Trevor. Get on the love train uh, because. Look how well they shoot. Look how well they play together. Look how great of a scorer Jamal Murray is. Look how great of a facilitator Tyler Ulysses is. Those, that's number two. Uh, number three, and this kind of goes with number one, is Scalabissier. And yes, there's plenty of good to go along. Uh, he's probably one of the most talented, gifted players in the country. He can score from anywhere. Offensively, he's great. Uh, defensively, I'm curious to see how big of a presence he is inside. I think he'll be able to block shots. I think he'll be able to rebound at a decent clip. But let's see if he if he battles. So with number one saying, I want to see the physicality of everything, number three is specifically, I want to see Scal. I want to see him put his body into somebody on the block and score back to the basket style because we all know he can face up. That's another thing to look for. I guess a bonus tidbit is... John Calipari says they're going to press this season. Maybe they do in the scrimmage. Maybe they don't. He he has said that in the past, and there has not been one UK team that has pressed for the duration of the season. Maybe this team will be the first one. So I'm curious to see if, if anything comes out. Did I miss anything there, Trevor? Uh, no, I can't think of anything you actually didn't cover that I could throw out there other than what Derek Willis looked like Michael Jordan. Derek Willis would be another good one. Yeah, watch for him because he looked great on Friday. Maybe that was just a fluke. I don't, I don't know. Uh, fun show. <laughs> and uh, everybody enjoyed me getting trolled there, Trevor. Uh, you, you did a good job. Thank you. You did a good job selling it. That was uh, that was fun. I am relieved to know that there is uh, not a murder-suicide. Do you feel better now about sleeping in your home knowing there was no deaths there? Or do you still maybe start hearing some chains rattling and – 
Well, the, I, the I still have no idea. What, showing up still have no idea what happened that one night, but I, I will sleep easier. That's okay. for sure. I'm glad. I'm but it, I do have a creepy house. Just the way it's set up. It's built 1939. It looks like, I mean, the it, house is old. It definitely looks like somebody could have done a murder suicide here. <laughs> it, it's kind of got that feel to it. Anyways, right, we're out of time. We'll be back tomorrow, 1450, the Sports Buzz Cast Illustrated podcast tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. We'll see you then. Good fella. Demi from the Villabillies, scales from Nappy Roots. We love our hometown. Let's go. Check. Now ain't nothing gonna stop me, and I'ma stand on my own and throw it.